Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we have four types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always bringing guests that are doing innovative things um, on the cutting edge, impacting the world. So today we have Jason Skisik, and he's an entrepreneurial evangelist with a military mindset in the spirit of a puppy. So we're going to talk all about uh, entrepreneurship, core values, building a tribe and succeeding in business and life. So uh, Jason, welcome. Dr. Chris, thank you. It's so nice to meet you. I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah. You have uh, quite an interesting uh, bio background. You know, you do a lot of um, interesting things. I know you're in jujitsu, and um, uh, which is really, you know, great. And um, so, tell us how you got started, your bio, and you know what you do, and we'll go from yeah. there. Yeah. So, um, I guess for me, uh, I've I've had a meandering path up the hill, Doc. Uh, I uh, I started out um, coming out of high school. I didn't really find any real clear path or. Or direction aside from playing pool and poker till all hours of the night uh, and so uh, my mother and I agreed that it was time to find some discipline uh, so I enlisted in the United States Army uh, spent four years in the army working as an engineer which really just means that I was digging holes and pulling cable and terminating fiber optics and then from there I uh, moved back to Chicago with a couple entrepreneur or a couple of uh, military friends um, and I at the same time uh, enlisted in enrolled back in school uh, for finance, and we started this small little hobby, this this little you know jobby or whatever you want to call it, uh, a little CrossFit gym in a and, and it was a rock climbing gym at the time as well, um, in a in the fourth floor of a mostly empty warehouse because uh, we we got a really great deal on it, um, and so you know over the years that's evolved um, to the point where I was sitting in boardrooms on twenty, thirty, fifty million dollar deals as a commercial analyst. Uh, working with really big, well-known companies. And, you know, I, I had my boss, my boss's boss, my boss's boss's boss, and his boss, and the entrepreneur. And the whole time, I only could really see eye to eye with the entrepreneur. Um, and then separately, I'm supposed to be working on these deals, and I would spend most of my time thinking about my, you know, $9,000 a month revenue, you know, hobby gym. So uh, eventually made my way, my path to full-time entrepreneurship. Um, and as soon as I did, uh, we had a, a ton of success. We built a, a great tribe, uh, both as a team and as, as a community of clients, and uh, did that for the past 12 years um, and have been coaching entrepreneurs for about the past, past four, uh, which I love. Yeah, so that that's pretty much gets us to close to here. I sold the majority of my gym and I sold my uh, coaching business last year. And so for the last year, I've been on a mini retirement, uh, just pursuing uh, spending time with my family, uh, kickboxing and, and jujitsu every day, uh, and doing a podcast, talking to entrepreneurs like you every single day as much as I can. Uh, and I, I have never gotten off a call like this without more energy than when I got on. So pretty happy boy these days. Yeah, you've done it. Uh, what's interesting is um, you've stuck to your core values and um, really, uh, you know, flourished under that. So, uh, you know, we'll talk about core values and 
talk with the、um, audience. You know, what are your core values, and what are they? Why are they important to you? Okay, that's a just the best question you could ask, right?、Uh, I will start by saying, you know, it sounds like you know a lot of your audience is probably doctors, which means maybe they run their own practice or maybe they work, you know, for a large company. I don't think that matters. I think of core values as being there whether you identify them or not. Right? They're the ember that burns inside you. They're the thing that makes you who you are. They're not who you wish you were, and they're not who you want to become. They're who you are. And if you understand them, you can use them to be more than you currently are. Does that make sense?、Mm-hmm. And、yeah. so,、uh, for me, and I encourage anybody listening, regardless of their entrepreneurial status, to to do work like this. When I, I when I first filed my LLC, probably back in 2010,、uh, you know, we we thought we came up with core values, and then we had promptly put them in a shelf. Uh, or in a file on a Google Drive somewhere, and just never thought about it again. And we probably borrowed them from Apple and McDonald's and Best Buy or something.、Uh, and that's just not what your core values are, right?、Um, and when I did finally have a mentor who pointed me in the right direction for actually doing the deep dive work that it takes to understand what your core values are and how they make you up as a person. I found that all of a sudden I had this five-sided piece, like a puzzle piece, that I could hold up to my past decisions, relationships, decisions we made in the business, and to the decisions I was about to make. And so I'll give you—I typically—I'll、uh, give you what my core values are. So my core values are、uh, military mindset, which is like discipline, hardworking, shows up on time, always takes responsibility. That's combined with spirit of the puppy. Spirit of the puppy is like playful, fun. If you ever came in my gym, it was like you walked in on a big golden retriever, right, or an Australian shepherd. I'm, hey, how's it going? I'm very big. Love, love talking to people. Love trying new things. Have a ton of hobbies.、Um, I get energy from people.、Um, and then the rest of my core values. There's three more, and they're not about who I am. Uh, I have one that's how I work, which I call、uh, head up, feet moving, which means I'm always, you know, speed of execution, moving forward. But I'm also aware of、uh, the challenges that, as they arise, of needing to make di- changes in direction. The next one is how I communicate with others best. That's tribal. I'm very tribal, especially at the time I was running a CrossFit gym. We're all wearing similar clothes. You know, we're we're all beating our chest and you know pumping each other up and having a great time. Um, and then my last one is invested, and what what that means is that what I get out of bed in the morning is because I'm invested in myself, I'm invested in my family, my friends, my clients, and my employees, and so、uh, those are the things that that guide me. That's my my north star,、um, and so with those five、uh, core values and what they mean to me and my team, by the way, we would use them in conversation all the time.、Uh, we then were able to kind of better understand. Um, exactly the decisions we had made and why they either did or didn't work, and you know evaluate things and possible hires and, and decisions that we make into the future. Yeah, that's interesting. Once you <clears throat> uncover、um, you know who you are and what you resonate with,、um, you know it's amazing to see people flourish.、Uh, I'm interested in、um, uh, military because you went through the military and、uh, you know、uh, what, what are some of the lessons you know you learned by applying military experience to entrepreneurship. Uh, that's a really good question.、Um, so, for starters, something you should understand about the military, and you probably already intuitively know this, but I'm going to kind of break it down for you, is they take almost everybody. It's a pretty broad <laughs> swath of the population that can go to the military and succeed. So,、um, what you do, you find yourself in the military, and you find that you're in a group of people that have. Just such a broad variation in ability, in interest, in background, in personality, but we're not going anywhere. 
which means it's really it's very rare and difficult to get kicked out or quit the military right and so what they've done is they've figured out systems for induct like basic training basic training is getting you on the right page with the military core values we literally repeated military core values every single day and there was behaviors and and things that they did they, they always say they break you down to build you up and i think in some sense that's true but what they're really doing is they're getting cultural fits for their organization and i've taken that to heart i definitely spend the very early parts of working with new people in a very basic training less yelling certainly uh but a very basic training type environment where where it's mostly about cultural fit and then when you go on to learn about your job chris they break it down to such a level that anybody could execute a network telecom engineering job uh, which sounds a lot harder than it is in the military and then i got out into the real world and realized it is in fact pretty detailed <laughs> but in the military um what they do is they they make sure that the training is so uh clear so thorough so idiot proof and then repeated over and over and over again to the point where you can't screw it up and that's why when i work with entrepreneurs or even myself in in training whenever we come across stumbling stumbling blocks or a, a, uh, an employee doesn't do what you expect them to do it always reminds me of the military way go like oh this is your fault dummy because you didn't teach them the way that the military would have because i can tell you right now if my drill sergeant had taught that person how to write these emails and send them out on time they would have got sent out right and on time right yeah it's uh it's quite yeah, it's quite interesting because I always thought, you know, because entrepreneurs, they kind of, they don't uh, figure, you know, this, my first impression is they may struggle in the military because, you know, they are very independent and, you know, they have their own thoughts. And so it's just interesting to see someone from a military background into entrepreneurship. And, you know, it's quite interesting to see how you apply that to your business. Yeah. And I, I would react to that, too, and say that um, that I only needed four years, Chris. <laughs> I, I couldn't have taken four years in a day. But don't get me wrong. Yeah, definitely there were there were elements of my personality. The spirit of the puppy was not born to be in the military, right? And that's what I was born with was the spirit of the puppy. And so whether you want to call that ADD or entrepreneur's disease, you're right. But what I will tell you is the best leaders in the world will all tell you that they were good followers before they were good leaders. I don't know anybody who's a really, really elite leader, whether you talk about the Jocko Willinks of the world, or you talk about the Steve Jobses of the world, or any of these people, those people were followers at one point, and then eventually were able to, maybe Steve Jobs isn't the best example, but uh, and then they were able to break free of that. And, and um, because ultimately what you're doing is you're trying to inspire people, either in, in whatever form you choose or are suited to, you're inspiring people to go out and perform on your behalf to impact the world with your mission and vision. And in order to do that, you need to understand what those people are going through and you need to be able to recruit them to want to do this stuff for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then uh, you also talk about uh, building a tribe because I know CrossFit has been uh, well known for, you know, its community and, you know, its followers. So tell us the importance of building a tribe and how you did that. Yeah, that's a great question. It's something that um, I think about a lot because ever since one of the reasons i'm an entrepreneur is because i miss working in this tight cohesive really kind of elite team uh, that i worked with in the military and the only place i've been able to find that has been in tribal organizations 
in organizations where, you know, literally the metaphors that you probably use as much as I do, you know, shoulder to shoulder, fight back to back, you got my six, you know, we're fighting out of a foxhole, These t- who do I want in a foxhole? There's a reason why those things are there. And it's because it's only when, uh, if, if it's just a job, it's really difficult to, to have the camaraderie, the brotherhood and sisterhood that comes along with sort of that military kind of tribal feeling. And so for us, um, if there's anything I've become an expert in, uh, it's creating a tribal team that I don't pay that well, right? Because as a CrossFit gym, I'm not paying them $150,000 a year, right? Uh, and, and so what we all had to be was we all had to be united around some common uh, mission. And that mission was to change people's lives, to give them health, to make them be able to do things that they previously thought were impossible, which is kind of what a CrossFit coach's job is to do. We're like walking on our hands and doing rings and all sorts of stuff that maybe, you know, Susan, who's, you know, a single mom never thought she would be able to do. And that doesn't come without some element of, of a tribal culture, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's I really like CrossFit is, um, you know, the the followers are very loyal they're devoted and um it's really interesting that you went into fitness and health how did uh, going into this field help you find success as a leader and business owner well what i found was in the beginning coming out of the military it was two other military guys and i and we were doing crossfit at a, not at a elite level we're not like sponsored and like working out at the crossfit games or anything like that, but we were very good, very fit, very strong, very aggressive, uh, and had just come back from war. Um, And what I found was when I was one of the best athletes in the gym, if not the best athlete, the people around me kind of wilted. They they weren't uh, inspired by that. They would be like, oh, Jason is great, and Dan is great, and Garnett is great, um, and we're just doing step-ups over here in the corner, or we're, oh, I can't do that, I can't do this. As soon as, I had an injury and also had shifted my focus towards weightlifting for a period of time, and as soon as I was not the central figure physically, all of a sudden all those other athletes flourished, and we actually had a much better uh, result for the physical physical parts of our gym. Um, And also that corresponded with with me realizing it wasn't my goals uh, that my community would rally around. It was in fact their goals. And so we put a little bit more of an emphasis on aesthetics than I would normally do. And we put a little bit more of an emphasis on weight loss than I would ever do. Um, and because of that, we got people in the door who then thrived and turned into, you know, really virtuous examples of human beings. I think, especially as a physician, um, health and fitness and, and, and medical, you know, there's there's more than business going on there, right? You're trying to make better humans. And like the healthier and fitter and happier that they are, everything else kind of uh, is impacted by that, right? It's, it's quite interesting how things you can focus on in different areas and, <clears throat> and apply those different areas. Um, one question I get quite often is, um, you know, entrepreneurship, you know, you're working hard, you know, is you know a lot of entrepreneurs they love their work but um how can entrepreneurs fill their days with uh, work that gives them energy and still be successful it's a really good question uh so i think a lot of folks start businesses particularly this is my expertise right uh particularly in fitness you start a business out of passion and love you want to make an impact on the world through that 
and you don't realize that there's going to be spreadsheets involved and there's going to be credit cards involved and there's going to be emails involved and all these other things bills right one of the things you need to realize i call it the the beautiful butterfly uh the beautiful butterfly paradox is on the one hand you're a beautiful butterfly you're an entrepreneur you created something where once there was nothing uh and you've set it free into the world and you are special and on the other hand everybody should be able to do what you do these two ideas do not coexist right and so what you need to realize as an entrepreneur is that the magic that you think is between your ears is actually quite scientific and if you take the time to codify it and and detail it for those folks that maybe aren't you know visionary entrepreneurs you're going to get a lot better results and then separately there are people who love digging into spreadsheets i'm actually one of them by the way uh, there are people who love um checking in with clients every single morning and doing disciplined work. There are people who I met at the bank who love reading legal contracts and making sure that uh, covenants are upheld every single month. That's not me, but <laughs> those people exist. And you can find those folks who can get just as excited for your core values and your mission. Uh, they just happen to love different aspects of it than you do. And, and I've been successful at doing that over the years. Yeah, you, it's, uh, you found a lot of success and, um, you know, a lot of individuals are um, interested in hearing about you i know a lot of uh, the audience is into fitness and jujitsu as well so how can yeah. people um, follow you um i know you have a you have a website um contact you and uh you know maybe work with you well so for starters we we talked earlier about core values and i mentioned military mindset and the spirit of the puppy well this tattoo if you're watching the video is is the military mindset is the spear and the clover is the spirit of the puppy and so that is why my podcast and my website is spear and clover um spear and clover.com uh spear and clover on instagram jason uh jason skisik no spaces uh on instagram as well um and and honestly whether you're a physician an entrepreneur or maybe thinking about an entrepreneurial idea uh, i spent the last year getting on phone calls with entrepreneurs so i would love to hear from you and i would love to to see if i can help in any way that i can yeah it's been a great discussion um so glad we were able to connect and thanks for sharing all your alpha and your wisdom for all the listeners out there jason's uh, resources will be in the links and show notes so uh, thanks so much and uh, be sure to follow jason on all of his media channels and website and um we look forward to hearing about your future success thank you brother <laughs>